Welcome to the Art of Communicating Data Show, where every episode we try to improve how you communicate data, whether it's through data visualizations, reports, or presentations. Every episode will share tips and tricks from data experts and will leave you with actionable recommendations to improve your data communication skills. The goal is to help you grow in your data career by getting your work and you recognized through effective communication. I'm your host, Hannah, a geographer turned data professional and an introvert who loves public speaking. Let's get started. I want you to recall the last time you were sitting in a virtual presentation or meeting. Now, be honest, were you multitasking at any point? Checking your phone while someone was talking, catching up on emails, or responding to a work DM? Or maybe you were washing the dishes? I spoke to data professionals recently, and one thing they've struggled with virtual presentations is engaging their audience and captivating their attention. As someone who has been working remotely more, I can understand how challenging presentations are virtually compared to in-person ones. So I've created a course to teach data professionals how to deliver engaging and captivating virtual presentations. Like imagine your audience not only listening to your entire presentation, but also staying engaged, remembering your takeaways, and listening to your recommendations, even if they're all dialing in remotely. For a limited time, this course is 80% off. That's eight zero, yeah. So enroll today at trendinganalytics.com slash virtual. That's trending-analytics.com slash virtual. You can find it linked in the show notes as well. In this episode, I'm going to explain why you should take opportunities to improve your audience's graphicacy and some suggestions on how you can start doing so. Graphicacy, aka graphical literacy, is the ability of the readers of your graph or database to understand and comprehend the graph they are looking at. Now, I recognize that some people believe that you should only use and show charts in your data visualizations that your target audience is familiar with and to avoid using uncommon or novel charts. But this can sometimes be harmful for a couple of reasons. One, if the best way to show your message is through a particular chart that your audience happens to not be familiar with, then you may end up compromising on your main message being conveyed accurately if you choose a less optimal chart that's more familiar to your audience. Second, your audience's graphicacy will not improve if they are not exposed and taught how to interpret a new chart type they haven't seen before. It will not only help you, but your audience and other data visitors they may work with if your audience's graphicacy improves. So the next time you're communicating data through charts, I want you to think about what message or takeaway you think is critical for your target audience, and then figure out which chart type will best show this message. Then assess if your chart will be something your audience is familiar with or will have difficulty in processing. Now, Before deciding to replace it with a different chart, see if you can help your audience interpret this new chart type. There are a few ways you can do so, and this is listed in no particular order, and you can implement these based on your particular situation. You don't have to do all of these. These are just some suggestions that I have. One is you can have accompanying text, like in the caption of a chart, to explain how to interpret this chart and also what's going on, like 
you know, what's the main message or takeaway that your audience should leave with. Two, you can annotate the chart directly, like using arrows and text pointing to elements on the chart where you want your audience's attention to focus back on so they are not overwhelmed by a new chart. So once they're done processing this new chart type and figuring out how to interpret this, you can use these annotations to help bring back your audience's attention to the main message. Three, you can have a legend on the chart that explains how to interpret symbols or other encodings that you think they may not be familiar with. And finally, if possible, I strongly recommend this, is demo the chart to them in real time, like at a meeting or presentation when you're showing this chart for the very first time to them. So break it down and walk them through each part one by one. One of my favorite examples of this is with the famous TED talk Hans Rosling did. When his talk came out and I saw it, I was not in the world of data at that time and I wasn't familiar with all the different charts there are, especially the uncommon ones. The highlight of his talk is this animated bubble chart that not a lot of people were familiar with at that time. And I'm talking about the general public, not data professionals. It's possible some scientists and data professionals were familiar with this chart. If you don't know which talk I'm referring to or need a refresher, he essentially created a scatter plot where on the x-axis he had the log GDP per capita for countries and the y-axis represented life expectancy at birth. And each dot represented a country and the size of its dot represented the population size of that country. So that's what gave it the bubble experience because you can imagine countries with huge populations, the bubble was a lot bigger. The bubbles were also color-coded to represent the economic region that they belonged to. And then, to take it further, he animated this chart to show a transition of all these variables from 1960 until the latest available data he had at the time. So you basically see these bubbles moving along the graph as time progresses. In my opinion, as someone who watched this talk back when I was unfamiliar with the world of data and had never seen a chart like this before, I think his commentary and narration of the chart was what helped me understand how to interpret this. His narration is said to be like a sports commentator. It's very animated and he is very excited that it's almost contagious. And he just makes it fun to watch, you know, just to look at the chart and see what happens as time progresses. So if you haven't seen this talk before, I'll link it in the show notes. I highly recommend watching it. But back to my point. Now, many people know about bubble charts thanks to this very famous talk. And in fact, it inspired many data visualizers to use this bubble chart for their own work and recreate it, further exposing others or the general public to this previously uncommon chart type. This should encourage you to not shy away from using uncommon charts for your audience if you believe this chart most effectively conveys your message. In Hans Rosling's case, he took a pretty standard chart like a scatter plot and played around with different ways of encoding and animating to display other dimensions on this typically straightforward chart type. Now I want to leave you with some action items to implement what you learned in this episode today. After making data visualizations for a particular audience and before you show them these data visits, assess which of the charts your audience may already be familiar with and which may be new to them, or they may need help decoding. 
Then enhance the database you think your audience will have trouble understanding with labels, annotations, legends, or other features that will guide your readers to understand what's going on in your database and how to interpret it. Finally, look for ways that you can improve your own graphical literacy, whether it's through books or you can even peruse data visualization galleries and portfolios to expose yourself to novel and uncommon chart types. Thanks for listening to The Art of Communicating Data. Please subscribe so you never miss out on any brand new episodes. And give us some love by dropping a five-star rating and a written review as it helps other data practitioners find us. And please share with a friend and show them how to subscribe. Thanks for listening and here's to improving your data communication.